Food Heals Podcast, episode 151. When you eat whole foods, you're getting the whole deal. The beautiful intelligence that's in nature is gifted to us in everything from that strawberry to the pine nuts to whatever because it has all the constituents with it that help it heal us. Yeah. Hence the food heal. Yeah. Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Hills Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to actually start using their $39.99 a month gym membership. If you experience any of these symptoms, Snapchat your trainer immediately. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. Today we're here with two Food Heals Nation faves, the Jing Slingers, Joy and Jay, authors of the beautiful book, Food with Benefits. I love this book. I know. And I am so happy to have my own copy now because when they were first here, when I wasn't able to be here, I know. they gave you one copy and I just had to salivate at it. I know. And read and, it when you came over. And, and now <laughs> that they came back, uh, they brought me and this book is so beautiful. And I have to say to Food Heals Nation... It's not too often that I meet people that really kind of floor me in their knowledge of foods and nutrition. You know, I feel like I know and a lot, a lot of general knowledge, but a lot of their knowledge is just so amazing. That stuff that I'd never even knew about. Yeah. So, and it's all in their book and it's all like how to use it in their book and in multiple ways. You don't have to dive right in and get, you know, super, super healthy. They have different levels. So this book, Food with Benefits, is beautiful. It really is. And you're right. Their knowledge is unparalleled. Like, I don't know half the shit they know. And they just wow me every time. And they're a trusted source. Like, I know people that go to them to really heal health problems. And they coach people. And they are truly healers. Yeah. And they're they're just they're the, the real deal. They're the real deal. Jinx Slingers, Jay and Joy, you're the real deal. It was great to have you guys back in the studio to talk about all the crazy cool stuff. The Jing Slingers have been up to and get tons of holistic wisdom and lots of knowledge bombs. And here's a little background on Jay and Joy. Joy Coelho is a veteran South Florida police officer, badass, Mm -hmm. who has elevated her health by cleverly blending her experience and focused study in the science of superfoods, anti-aging, and the culinary arts. Joy changed up her career by becoming the creator and co-founder of Jing Slingers, a bi-coastal superfood company. And I asked actually uh, offline, I asked Joy a few things about people that I love and as well as my own health. And I said, this is what I'm dealing with. Any suggestions? And she just was so full of information. So full of knowledge. And Jing Master Jay Denman has extensively studied and practiced in the fields of yoga, self-development, and human potential for the last 15 years. After the last decade, Jay has passionately immersed himself in the fields of cutting-edge nutrition, tonic herbalism, and human physiology. He has created well over 50,000, no, I didn't make that number up. That's crazy. (laughs) 50,000. Custom elixirs, consulting with clients at establishments such as the Irawan Tonic Bar in Hollywood and around the world, traveling as far as Tokyo, Japan. He has designed and managed tonic and elixir bars for premier health conferences such as the Longevity Now Conference and the Bulletproof Conference. And a couple of quick announcements before we get to our interview with Jay and Joy. First up, don't forget that the discount code at Global Healing Center has changed. It is now Food Heals 17. 
don't put it on a discount site or we will lose it again. <laughs> no don't do it. Site. Just don't do it. <laughs> so Food Heal 17, if you need to get your thyroid in check, you can try their thyroid health kit. It's a premium combination of essential nutrients to help promote normal thyroid function and to support the processes such as energy production, metabolism, and hormone regulation. All very important. And you can also check out their NeuroFusion. It's a mental support formula designed to help brain function, promote happiness, sharpen the mind, and encourage focus and mental clarity. Who couldn't use all of that? I need that right now. <laughs> Just go to globalhealingcenter.com and use the coupon code FOODHEAL17 for 20% off your order plus free shipping. Free shipping. And we're super excited to announce the month of June is going to be dedicated to a new topic. It's still about healing, but we've got a twist. This is going to be about how spirituality can heal your mind, body, and spirit. What? What? So so we focus a lot on food, and there's still going to be food. Don't worry, Food Heals Nation, but we're really going to start interviewing spirit junkies on how they got healthy, healed themselves, and then turned their passion for spiritual wellness into a career. So we're doubling down in June and bringing you extra content. That's right, extra content extra to help content. <laughs> to help inspire you to find the spirituality tools that work for you. So yes, we're going to interview Gabby Bernstein, who is the queen bee of the spirit junkies and my personal mentor, as well as eight other spirit junkies who all have miraculous healing stories. So stay tuned for our spirit junkie series launching in June. And if you want to know more about Spirit Junkies, healing tips, tricks, and tools, and to hear how you can be a part of Gabby Bernstein's tribe of Spirit Junkies, sign up at foodhealsnation.com slash spiritjunkie. Next up, our interview with the Jing Slingers. The Food Heals Podcast starts now. Known as the Jing Slingers, this dynamic duo creates super healthy, super easy, cleverly conscious comfort food trademark recipes <laughs> trademark <laughs> recipes that's trademarks. i love how you said that in your voiceover voice that can super do you like that yes that can supercharge the life force of everyone in your family jay and joy's intention is for you to eat drink and glow and they always glow welcome back joy and jay ah we're so happy to be back with you girls yes <laughs> welcome back your episode was one of our most downloaded ever Oh, that's so cool. Yes. So we're so happy to have you back. Yeah, we're happy to be here with Susie this time. Too. I know. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited to try food. Yeah, we, we, brought, you, we brought you some yum-yums, and we got to keep our, our goddesses glowing. So We're um, very excited. So tell us what it is. What I, is in everything? Well, actually, I'm going to have Jay start to pour the strawberry... Um, basil lemon teeny, so we get a little hydration going on. Very nice, and uh, and then he, he'll be able to talk about that a little bit. But that's the drink um, for something a little savory. We did our coconut flatbread with uh, rosemary, and I did a little something special there since we are in North Carolina now. This time of year, it's spring, so we've got morels and ramps and all kinds of things. We went foraging on our property, so those flatbreads have the the morel in them, and it also has the ramp in them, which is like a almost like a little shallot. Uh, super probiotic Kite Hill cream cheese to put on it. So you have a little yum yum, little arugula, and some toasted pine nuts and avocado green goddess dressing. That's um, and all these are in our on our cookbook. Here, Joy, do you want to pass it down? Yes, I will. Um, mm. And then for something a little sweet at the end, or in the middle, or at the beginning, <laughs> um, we did our famous vegan chocolate chip banana 
banana bread oh um, my God. with our superfood caramel. And how Ooh. do you make caramel that looks like that? And smells like that. And smells like that and probably tastes like that, <laughs> not have sugar and be full of jing and superfoods. It literally is all superfoods. Um, I know you guys have had your, your drink. Go ahead. Cheers. I took a sip. I already yeah, yeah, <laughs> and you'll taste the basil in that. This is we try to do as many medicinal oh. things as possible, and with the eugenol and all the different um, volatile oils that are good for us that are in um, basil, it's antihistamine, antibacterial, antifungal, and just works a pairs so beautifully with the strawberry. This is like wine, where it's like layered, isn't it? Like wonderful? it's strawberry, then basil, and then some other stuff going the on. The lemon. Now you get the flavonoids, yeah, the, the bioflavonoids of yeah. the lemon, the lemon rind. It's that's delicious. In it. Yes. It's Delicious. super sweet, and I would imagine if I got this tastes like something. There's a place down the street called Lemonade, and they have like 40 different kinds of lemonade, but they're all pure sugar. Mm-hmm. This tastes like one of those, but I know it's good for me. Yeah, and there is no sugar other than the natural occurring um, sugars that are in the strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um, basil has little to no, you know, uh, sugar at all. Right, and um, and the lemon is just lemon. There you go, lemon juice. And uh, what else do we have in there? Do we do aloe in this one? Well, and then we we layer the the sweetness also. So we have some vanilla stevia. In oh there. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we also have some um, lacanto, which is a sugar alcohol. It's non-GMO erythritol with lohangao, or also known as monk, monk fruit, fruit sweetener. So um, that we use that. And in in our book, we actually used um, xylitol as our major um, sugar alcohol. Um, since then, we've been using Lakanto more, actually. We still use both. They're good for different things. Birch xylitol has really good antiseptic properties. That's why they actually put it in toothpaste. It inhibits bacteria, bad bacteria in the mouth. Mm-hmm. We have a naturopath colleague who actually does xylitol flushes with his clients, where you take a large amount of it to flush out the intestinal tracts of uh, bad bacteria and fungus. But, you know, xylitol also creates more gas than what most people want. <laughs> so the Lakanto we actually find is much better for that. It's much more gentle on the GI tract. Yeah. Okay. Plus the monk fruit's been around. They've been, they call, literally call it monk fruit because the monks, that's what they use to sweeten things, this particular fruit. And um, it's got a lot of other nutrients as well as uh, minerals and vitamins in it as well. So it's, again, it's a little more nutrient dense. So we, we love that. And yeah. the only xylitol we use is birch, just to be really clear. We don't use the one that's from GMO corn. And so if we see that in an ingredients list, we don't know which one it is, right? You have to if ask. It's, if it's birch, it'll say birch. It's like kind of okay. like saying organic. Mm-hmm. The, the birch people ne- want you to know that it's birch yeah. because it's it's higher end and it's cleaner. Okay. No, that's really good to know because you see it and I'm like, is this good or is this bad? <laughs> but if it has birch in front of it, it's more trustworthy. And if it's from non-GMO corn, they'll say that also because okay. there there is non-GMO corn xylitol. And then the regular stuff just won't say anything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's where we get a little snooty. We don't use the corn one at all. Good. I like you should be snooty. Yeah, we just steer yeah. clear there. We're nope. snooty with you. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, the Lakanto just steps in beautifully and stands in the gap. And we just, we just really love it. Yeah. Now, monk fruit, I had never even heard of that before until you guys came to our party, mm-hmm. yes. our, cell, our yeah. anniversary party. And you had your little... <gasps> The slingshots, the balls. The balls, the oh. pink balls. Yeah. They were so good. Those and were so good. When I found out they were monk fruit, I'm like, monk what? Yes. <laughs> and I usually, I'm pretty up and up. Like I know about all the natural sweeteners. I'd never heard of that one before. Yeah, and you can get a natural monk fruit. But this, I mean, this is all natural monk fruit as well, but it's just, it's paired with a natural sugar alcohol, your tall. So it gives it a little more of a bump. And we love that culinarily, but the, the monk fruit's fabulous all by itself. And you can get it just by itself if you wish. And yeah. it doesn't it, affect your blood sugar? like No, sugar. it's, you think of it as it's like the Chinese equivalent of stevia. Yeah. Oh. So stevia is a tonic herb in the Amazonian system uh-huh. and it's sweet because 
because of its chemical constituents, not because of a carbohydrate. Okay. And it's actually a tonic herb. It's a great antiseptic. Actually, in more recent studies, they've shown that stevia was effective against all types of Lyme spirochete tested, even more so than antibiotics. Um, and it's also been shown to actually... Uh, Lyme disease. The Lyme, Lyme, yes, Lyme, Lyme spirochete. Lyme spirochete, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also been shown to actually help to um, balance high blood sugar as well. Mm-hmm. And it's used for high blood pressure as well in the Amazonian system. Um, now, Lohan Gao is in the Chinese system. It also is sweet because of its chemical constituents. Mm-hmm. And it's a immune tonic and a lung tonic in the Chinese system. So they both have great benefits. So it's great to be able to get that sweetness in your recipes and the way we do it is by layering them so no one flavor mm-hmm. is sticking out. You don't have a bitter aftertaste of stevia. You, your sugar alcohol isn't too pronounced. Yeah. And so it's just, it melts together well. Yeah. That and that's why sense. your book is called Food with Benefits because that's where you get to learn all of this because I knew <laughs> none of this before you guys came on the podcast and I got the book. Yeah, and I know it has a tendency to be a little bit overwhelming, but really just this one, just try one thing. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, switch out what you're doing for a sweetener, especially if it's a processed white sugar, and try the, the Lakanto. And you'll see, we've had people, and just so you know, Lakanto has it as classic, which is like, a, almost looks like a white granular sugar. And then they have the... The golden. The golden. Mm-hmm. That's the one we use in everything because it's like brown sugar. Mm. And it has just the right little mapley edge without having to use a ton of maple syrup because a lot of people, especially people who are paleo or even vegan, will use maple syrup. I use maple syrup. Yeah. <laughs> and maple syrup rocks. Um, it ha- has a-, a lot of good nutrients and it's great. Um, this picks up that mapley flavor without having the heavy maple syrup overall flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a good switch off. And where do we get this? Um, on the keyboard, uh, okay. yeah, <laughs> online. Um, they have it, of course, at Air One. And we've actually seen it as we travel across the country at different um, health food stores. But basically, you can get it online. Or you just go to our website. We have a link on our website. Yeah, yeah. make so it we, easy. We actually just launched our new website about a month ago. Congrats. So we have um, a whole updated page with you know our favorite products and things like that. Got it. Which is jingslingers.com. Shameless self-promotion. Yes. <laughs> you can do it all day. We'll promote the next video. <laughs> okay, so you've been gone for a while. Where did you go? And, I'm, and we're glad you're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, um, you know, it's been a, it's been quite a while in the making. I've been out here in Los Angeles for 10 years. Uh, myself and Joy's been out here for about half that, about five, back and forth between here and Florida. And um, it was just time for us to actually get out of the city. We both really wanted to get back into nature. Both our families are on the East Coast, and Joy has actually, her whole life, been looking at North Carolina as a place to eventually settle. My home. Yep. <laughs> it's an amazing part of the, of the planet. I didn't realize that the biodiversity, especially in the northern part, or the western part of North Carolina where we are, we're literally in the Pisgah National Forest. Mm. So we have a wild river that is spring-fed and, and rain runoff that's a bold river, 24-7, 365, with otters and beavers. It's ridiculous. Aww. Can we come visit you? And the answer was yes. <laughs> In fact, we it's such a beautiful place that rather than keep it to ourselves, we're intentionally, we have a home now that we use as our retreat, but we're building one that allows for people to come and stay. And so we were able to have people there if they want to do a protocol and get themselves well, mm-hmm. or just to unplug and recharge. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about everything from forest bathing to thermal hot springs. It's eight minutes from our front door. It's... What is forest bathing? Oh, girls. <laughs> oh! 
We don't. We live in Should the we city. We know what this is. What we is live far? in the middle of concrete jungle in LA. So it, it's a term. I'm sure you've done it before. Yeah, it's it's forest bathing. A lot of people just do it naturally when they're hiking, but when you start to walk through um, a natural, especially an arboreal forest, uh, there is actual energetic wave that comes from each one of those plants and trees which sounds a little airy fairy but it's science and it's real no um and in uh, the both the chinese tradition they called it something different but they would walk through their forests through their gardens and actually be not just be present but be fed by those elements just like we get vitamin d from sunlight Mm -hmm. we get something a little ethereal that you can't really put your thumb on from doing this this forest bathing and they actually have forest bathing guides throughout um, North Carolina and different places because of the scalar energy and we can talk a little bit about that a little later I had a I envision like getting naked in the forest and rubbing leaves all over yourself and moss <laughs> and like I'm like that sounds amazing so I was but you can do that too thing, but in a river and you're just like in the river and and you could and honestly we've got <laughs> that's the, next level for this part of our property actually does take up a piece of the river so there's we have a beautiful spot where you can sit and actually be in the water and it's just gorgeous it looks like Boulder Colorado River it's remarkable that I've makes, never been to this that makes a lot of sense though because here in Los Angeles I'm originally from New York but like the suburbs not the city being in this city like I miss trees <laughs> and so even I live right by Runyon Canyon, but there's a lot of rocks and dirt. There's not a lot of trees, and especially like luscious, wet mm-hmm. trees, like hydrating tre- different types of trees. Is you know we live on a desert by the sea, so that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and I, the one thing, one thing I love most, and I feel so blessed. Well, we're so incredibly blessed. I, don't, I lose my words even saying it. Is that you know we'll sit out on the deck and literally watch, you know, because we're still at an elevation. We're up there, you know, twenty eight hundred, three thousand feet. We can watch trees respirate. Like you actually get to see the plumes as they breathe, the earth and the, and the trees breathe, hence the Smoky Mountains. And so I'm watching this and watching the red-tailed hawks fly through it, and I'm like, how did we not do this earlier? But everything happens at the time it's supposed to, mm-hmm. and uh, it makes me understand a little better and appreciate it probably even more by knowing what I know now because when I wanted to do this when I was 20 or 30, and now here at 60, I'm better to do it you know, and know more about why it's so important and feel it really and maybe really appreciate it on a deep deep level yeah yeah um another aspect of of the move too was to be able to easily mitigate just some of the things we're exposed to on a regular basis living in a city in an urban environment so there's a really good resource for people they can go to antennasearch.com And they can actually type in their address anywhere in the U.S., and it will tell them within a four-mile radius of their house um, how many cell phone towers there are, and then also how many different, like, radio antennas and things like that. High-intensity radio. So when we type in our new address in North Carolina, in a four-mile radius, there's seven cell towers. When we type in the address where we've been living in the valley in Woodland Hills for the last few years, there's 156. Wow. And then how many of the 400? And then another 450 or so antennas. And that doesn't even include everyone around. So we were in a townhouse. Everyone yeah. has their own satellite dish and, and their Wi-Fi. own Wi-Fi. Yep. And you're, you're awash in it. You so feel it when you walk into or you stay, even just for a night, you know, where we are. You, I, 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 you have to experience it. You know, which is why we're making it so that people can come mm-hmm. and, and, and experience it. So it's it's a remarkable thing, and it's all meant for to bless us and to, to make us stronger and healthier. And so now we're able to actually offer that because we found 
even no matter who we were working with here in Los Angeles, that more often than not, we were mitigating, you know, the EMS, we're mitigating the water, we're mitigating the air. And so, yeah. so now instead of, you know, spending three or $400 on, on bottled spring water from Shasta, it comes through our faucets, mm-hmm. literally. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so yeah I remember cool. when I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's a really good thing. But yeah. th- we teach people no matter where you are to make your soft place to fall, the place that ha- lets you thrive. It doesn't matter if it's New York City or Asheville, North Carolina. Right. There's still strategies that we can show you that, that make the difference and move the needle. Yeah. So as, as soon as we get back, we're actually going to be breaking ground because we're actually going to be building a, a house from scratch. And we had, right before we left, we actually had a water dowser come out. Yeah. Um, a local water dowser. He's been doing it 20 plus years and he actually guarantees his work with a money back guarantee. Like if you drill down where I tell you to drill down as far as I tell you and you don't get the amount of water, I give you a refund, which which is amazing. His his name's Lee Barnes. He's in Western North Carolina, but he travels everywhere. So um, so we found a really good spot, um, right? Really convenient spot for, for drilling. And he found Two actually springs. Yeah, he he feels for basically the cracks in the rocks where the water can come up, and the actual flow of the water. He can even yeah. tell the direction of it. So, and he even tells you how virulent it'll be, like when it comes up the pipe, like once they put the thing in, they drill, that it'll like the I guess it's the the tension of the water, like how how strong of a flow is what I'm trying to say. Oh, it'll cool. be. So um, he said we'd be at at least nine point five Gallon, uh, gallons, gallons per minute per minute. Yeah. And he said it, it felt like a low TDS, like a light, because doing this so long, he can he can actually kind of feel the quality of the water compared to what his taste is like. And he said, yeah, it feels like a low TDS, mm-hmm. light quality water, like, <laughs> which is awesome. great. Like Castle Rock, so, like Shasta water. Yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll see when, when we go to drill, it'll be really, really interesting. Well, congratulations on the house. Yeah. This is really exciting, and I'm definitely going to be there at some point. Like, yes. We'll come and live podcast from there, but yeah. wait, we can't have technology there. we got to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> How to keep we can it do peaceful. It. Okay. That's right. They're, they're, recorded on cassettes. They're, they're the... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a we drum circle. Facebook live it. We'll, do a we'll get a solar circle. power set up or something. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. No, I know we're off, not off the grid. We still have yeah. uh, all of our... but. Even the community we're in, even though we're in the forest, is pretty mindful. Um, all of the power lines, everything, everything's underground. Mm. So that makes it really nice, too. Um, but when you do come, and I know you will, um, <laughs> there's so much more of this to have. So Yay! Yeah, let's guys, eat. Let's dig yeah. in. So let's, let's start over here with, um, with the savory. This is our coconut flatbread. And I know mm. that for a lot of people, it doesn't matter if you're paleo or vegan, vegetarian, finding a good bread that doesn't have um, the junk in it is is a problem. Yeah, it's hard uh, to digest yeah. for a lot Try of it people. Try it just by itself. Yeah, and so there, that's a probiotic um, almond cheese. The base Ooh. of that is Kite Hill. I love Kite Hill. Mm-hmm. And mm. we did some more, some more magic and some probiotics in it. Um, in the flatbread itself, it's got some of those morels. And I wanted you to, girls to see what I picked. So we brought you some whole ones. This is the wow. morels. And morels are amazing. Morels, they're like most mushrooms. They have, again, I love to use magic properties. But these in particular are really high in vitamin D. As a matter of fact, if you want to boost up the vitamin D in this, you split them in half and put what we call the gill side out under the sun, and it, it doubles and triples the amount of vitamin D oh, that, really? that the wow. mushroom will bear to you when you eat it. The ones that are in your flatbread are cooked. And they have like a little bit of earthy flavor, mm-hmm. a little bit more about morels since, you know, I'm the science geek that I am, <laughs> is they're, they're about 38% carbohydrate, 32% protein. Wow. So it got a nice little chunk of protein there, 2% lipid. The see, potassium is probably potassium, iron, selenium, 
and manganese are, are, the, are the stars that shine as far as their minerals go. Free superfoods, love. Like we were here in Topanga, we'd go and get the prickly pears and make ice cream out of them and pomegranates and whatever else you can snatch off a tree and knock on someone's door and go, can I have that? Here when we forage, we have the leeks or the, the ramps that are also in your flatbread. And there's some avocado um, dressing I made here to, so you can make that taste a little better. Ooh. And that's it's just this avocado and coconut milk, um, a little bit of the leeks or the ramps, and um, uh, a little bit of black garlic and some shaga. A little bit of shaga is in there. This looks so good. This is the healthiest I'm going to eat all week, and I already eat healthy. Yeah. But this is next level. Um, there's a little bit of avocado here and some arugulas and some pine nuts. So we can have... Uh, a nice little something, little yum yum for you guys while you're thank you while you're sitting here working hard. We so love what you do, and you know we listen to the <laughs> podcast when you have other mm. folks on. And now, see that is like five star restaurant Mother's Day wonderfulness. You could you could literally spiralize some carrots and some beets and make that beautiful and make that for Mother's Day. I just think I can't make it as good as you can. No, with your recipe book, can I really? Absolutely. This, in fact, <laughs> this is probably there's there's three recipes that come back to us all the time. Where people are texting us and going, knocked it out of the park, make it all the time, blah mm-hmm. blah. Coconut flatbread, okay. sweet sweet potato naan, another bread, because that's what people miss. Yeah. Um, and yeah. a flourless chocolate cake for our paleo folks, mm-hmm. um, and also the vegan version of our our vanilla cake. You know, mm. for like weddings and birthday cakes and things like that. But this flatbread, it's one bowl, one spoon. It's literally a, a half a cup of coconut flour, two tablespoons of uh, psyllium husk. Um, I have a little maca in there, plus I threw the morels in there. You can make it, and you can make that sweet, not just savory. A little bit of Celtic sea salt, a little black pepper. Now, literally how time-consuming are these recipes tonight? I did this just before we came, literally within 30 minutes. No way. Seriously. No. Now, not not the not this. What, I, what I'm pointing at here is the caramel sauce, which is for a dessert, and Jay made that. But he think he did that last night. But this I literally did. You throw it in the bowl. It's one bowl, one spoon. The ingredients I said pretty much is it. Mm-hmm. Um, one cup of boiling um, spring water, um, which really brings the the coconut and the psyllium to life. A little bit of the the herbs you're tasting in there is probably very strongly the uh, rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, the morels are probably in the background a little bit, a little earthy in the background. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do the morels. You can just do, you know, whatever you got, you can do basil. And then they become like a pizza crust. You can do whatever you want. We love that it's very transformer-ish. Could I toast <laughs> it and make it warm like a pizza crust? Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Throw it on a parchment and throw it in the oven. It doesn't fare terribly well in a toaster because it's thin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rock on with it in a toaster oven. All good. And the other cool thing about now moving into a completely new ecosystem is just figuring out, you know, and seeing what you have. So being in North Carolina, one of the cool things is that in the supermarket, like the conventional supermarket, like that's closest to to our house. Equal to Ralph's. Yeah, equal here, like in California to to Ralph's. It's called Ingalls out there. In their produce section, they have like the mushrooms and they have, you know, button mushrooms and stuff. And they're $1.99 a pound. In that they actually had shiitake mushrooms mm. and so, chanterelles for a dollar ninety nine a pound. Dollar ninety nine a pound. So <gasps> you know nice. something that would cost twenty thirty dollars for you know a mm-hmm. bottle of pills of shiitake, which is a tremendous immune system tonic mushroom. You can get for two bucks a pound out there in the grocery store. It's it's really really cool to 
be discovering the, the new local landscape out there. I was going to say one of the things that we're going to offer when people come to stay at Waterstone, by the way, is the name of our place, Ooh. Waterstone, is, um, is we're going to show them how to do foraging so they can identify and know, you know, what's good to eat, what's not good to eat, what to find, what you can find. Um, and also based on the season, like spring, morel and ramp season, you can't, you know, walk 10 feet without tripping over them pretty much. But yeah, it's it's pretty. It's going to be a, a really fun thing, and based on what part of the, the year you're there, then that foraging will change. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I grew up in North Carolina, and my house was actually we were in Chapel Hill, so we weren't in the same area, but only a few hours away. And my house was situated in basically a creek behind us, like a little waterfall next to us. Like it was all mm. forest, a lake in front of us. It was gorgeous, yeah. and I grew up. And it was normal that we would go out and we would learn how to identify these things in nature. And I've totally lost that as an adult, you know, living this fast-paced life, living in a big city, you know. And so I really miss that. And I think Mm. that's amazing that you can teach that. And you can do it here. There are little things that grow in our yard. I don't know what they are. (laughs) (laughs) There's dandelions pushing themselves up through the cracks everywhere in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's right. All kinds of hardy, uh, probably lamb's quarter and other hardy um, herbs like that. Yeah. Yeah. That we'd all be snatched up and putting in your salad and in your, you know, your breakfast. Yeah, we actually have, we have a ton of blackberries, wild blackberries on our property oh too. Oh Crazy amount. They mm-hmm. were just, you know, thorns uh, when we first were looking at it back in the wintertime. And right before we left, they were just starting to flower. We actually put up a, a picture on our Instagram of the flowers budding. They're nice. gorgeous. Yeah. Blackberries soon, very soon. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite superfoods for like, people that are stressed out and just need to calm down or anti-aging like everyone wants to look younger like tell us all all the secret superfoods that are kind of the best honestly sometimes they're not even considered superfoods the avocado obviously is one of them you know more avocado more lemon Mm -hmm. um in the the kite hill cheese we did um a probiotic which is amazing it's called cp1 it's 11 strain human strain um probiotic and when your gut's good and it's all those things are happening and the serotonin's coming and you you feel better and you're more grounded than um, something as simple as just, you know, more probiotics, a little more good fat and some being mindful about what you're really consuming. Not to the, the part where you feel like you have to live in a bubble, but, you know, it makes a difference when you throw something together, if it has a little more synergy, pointed towards where you want to be. Like if you want to be chill and calm, then there's, you know, there's a ton of different herbs that will, you know, help you do that. Rishis are one of a fa- as a favorite. The mushrooms, I always, always default to the mushrooms because the rishi mushroom is, it's, well, it's number one in all of, you know, tonic Chinese herbalism. So, and then for immunity, we have turkey tail mushrooms where, where, that we've foraged and all sorts of things. But to answer your question specifically, rishi, chill pill. The Rishi yeah. Cappuccino at Irawan is my mm-hmm. favorite drink. Yeah. yeah, that's old school Rishi Cappuccino. Yeah. Yeah. They still have it. Old school. Did you did you help formulate the recipe? <laughs> uh, no, that was truth actually. That was there when I got there. But I've made thousands of those over my career. Oh yeah, my thousands god! Thousands of Rishi Cappuccinos. Um, to answer your question, also, I would say I'd go um, with the Ayurvedic system. Two of my favorites are going to be. Holy basil, which mm-hmm. is also known as Tulsi, and then ashwagandha root. Oh, and um, so holy basil, you're going to have more of an immediate calming effect from. Holy basil is great because it helps to um, replenish the adrenals. It helps to calm you really like immediately in the moment. But unlike a lot of other calming herbs, it's not calm. It won't make you tired. Like It, it helps make you calm and focused. 
it helps balance the two hemispheres of the brain, helps you to get more into like an alpha brain state. Mm. Uh, it's really fantastic. It's it's a great tonic herb too. You can take it every day. And then, so, so do I take it as an herb or do I put it in something? You can use it as a tea, but it's really not that great tasting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like reishi mushroom, you can get away with doing it in like coffee and chocolate and things. Holy basil is kind of the same way, but it's a pretty potent um, flavor profile. It's a so salad dressing. I hide it in salad dressing. You can oh, okay. do it in salad yeah. dressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then ashwagandha. Ashwagandha, like a lot of tonic herbs, taking tonic herbs is about the, the long game. So, you know, we, we get into such a, a Western mentality of, you know, I have this ailment, I need a pill to immediately stop whatever is going on. The, the tonic approach in, you know, when you get into the Chinese system, Ayurvedic system, it's about longevity and it's looking from a really broad perspective. So like ashwagandha, you don't take it for something in the moment, really. You're taking it for weeks, months, and years. And so what it does, it's also a great adrenal formula. Um, it actually has been shown to influence the neurotransmitter GABA in the brain, which is the neurotransmitter of calmness. And um, it's used to actually help regulate sleep patterns also. So overtaking it over a period of months, it helps people to regulate their sleep cycle again. It's also one of the best in Ayurveda, they call it Ojas. In Chinese, they call it Jing. But that foundational energetic force, which is you know behind hormones and neurotransmitters, and it's really just your foundational core vitality, it's the best for men. It's really good for women too, but it's the best male tonic herb mm. in Ayurveda. And so for every, um, let's say, pill, like medicine that there is, is there also an herb or a combination thereof that will do the same thing without the side effects? Well, m- most, most of them, I mean, most of them are derived from natural supplements. I mean, they go looking, you know, all around the world. What are for- the drugs? It's Dr- drugs. Okay, yeah, drugs are always from plants. That's why they say destroying the rainforests are like probably getting rid of lots of future things that they could harvest, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. because the, the, the point of the drug industry is to find the natural thing that does, that has the reaction, isolate the chemical, and patent it, patent the synthetic version of the chemical, and make a ton of money, you know, a right, hundred right. times, thousand times, you know, the, the price. And the reason there are side effects is because you've taken it from whole plant form, where it's usually not that toxic, at least in certain doses, versus isolating certain compounds that your body cannot deal with because it's not it doesn't have all the other beneficial things it, it gets it gets to the one of the oldest phrases in, in health which is also one of the truest which is the difference between a medicine and a poison is dosage yep and that that's true of water that's true of anything the difference is in the dosage so when you take an herb in its whole form or you eat a food in its whole form you're getting those chemical constituents and macronutrients in a balanced way that your body can easily digest once you start isolating it, you know, and you can get herbal extracts that are like 10 to 1 extracts, so they're more concentrated, um, and those are good. Um, even in the herbal side, when you start getting into like 100 to 1 extraction or you're taking one isolated chemical, you, you can run into more and more issues with those potential side effects. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the law of unintended consequences, you know, when you start isolating things, you don't know what the what the effect's going to be, whereas mm-hmm. the whole food and the whole herb mm-hmm. has been used safely for hundreds and thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that it grows with or that it is in that leaf or in that sap or in that seed um, takes it by the hand and it's its partner to get it to where it needs to go safely. Um, even in, we'll use the flatbread, for example, like I made a point of putting, you know, cracked black pepper in there because the pepperonine that's in there actually helps you to absorb, um, all the other nutrients that are in there as well as it modulates. Mm -hmm. So, um, when you eat whole foods, you're getting the whole deal. 
the beautiful intelligence that's in nature is gifted to us in everything from that strawberry to the pine nuts to whatever because it has all the constituents with it that help it heal us yeah hence the food heals yeah i had a thought that like you know we've evolved alongside of these plants and even though you know i grew up in new york where you know we had a, a little garden the only thing i ever picked wildly were wild strawberries in upstate new york which were some of the best tasting little morsels i've ever had and like while i love regular strawberries they're, they're very different. They're so tiny and they're so concentrated in flavor and they were very hard to find and they were hidden by these like clever leaves. And um, my point was is that like we've evolved alongside this and then come to this day and age where things are processed and pulled apart and uh, deconstructed and it's almost like our bodies are like, wait, 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 what? Mm-hmm. Where's the mm-hmm. stuff I'm used to? Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have that energy expenditure of, you know, of finding the food. So, you know, even if you're, you know, sitting at a computer on an office job, most of the time you're consuming all these calories, but you're not doing the physical movement of having to gather them and find them or hunt them or, you know, whatever, you know, we did in the past. Yeah. And so I want to go back to something we were talking about earlier about um, the amount of cell phone towers and things around us. Can you talk about what are the proven detrimental effects of, you know, when I log into my um, Wi-Fi here, we're in the middle of West Hollywood. And even though I, I lucked out and I have a yard and I have a little bit of nature, you can hear the birds. Um, I'm in the middle of uh, the city. And if I log into my Wi-Fi, there's 50 options for me right mm-hmm. now. So that's scary. Yeah. So what are some of the detrimental effects that we know that these things are causing? Well, basically, think of it as that frequency is a frequency that is disharmonious to the cells in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really just the, the easiest and, and most basic way of, of explaining it. So, you know, you can have a dis-ease state in your body being produced by, you know, physical, chemical, emotional, energetic stress. So that is an energetic stress that is, you know, pulsating into your cells, sending a disharmonious energy into Mm. it. So um, eventually, just like if you're having a chemical stress or physical stress, um, things are going to start to you know, break down in a myriad of ways, you know, and you see that especially in the nervous system. Yeah. And used to, and our bodies are constantly trying to upregulate, deregulate, bring to homeostasis, whatever it is we're throwing at it, seen or unseen. So it doesn't matter if you're standing at the airport getting ready to go through TSA and they're, and they're, they're wanting to irradiate you. And um, you say, no, thank you. I'll take the pat down. Right. They'll look or at the you. foreplay, however you yeah, want to see. Yeah, whatever. I swear, I was at an I airport recently, I like and like, I was seeing ahead. a woman get what, what really looked like to be molested, and I was like, "I'm next." Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was. I was like, "Wow, that's really intimate." Like, well, and they look at you, and of course, they're they're only parroting what they're told, but they say, "Well, it's only you know a little bit of radiation," and I'm like, "Well, no, it's not." And the guy's sitting there in front of it. You know, all day long without yeah. any kind of, you know, yeah. suit. I'm yeah. like, really? And then not only that, but they don't even take into consideration how many times you fly. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you pregnant or not? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, or is that a baby that you're putting? Because I see women go in there with their babies. And I'm oh. like, oh. And then on the plane, we are we are not meant to be in a flying garbage can, <laughs> you know, 30,000 feet in the air closer to the sun. We're just not. Yeah, the radiation on mm. flights alone. Now with Wi-Fi. Now with right. Wi-Fi. Because right. we're so good at that. <laughs> you know, which is awesome because then we can do Wi-Fi stuff. But, you know, 
what about the people who fly once a week yeah. or twice I have uh, people that are in the airline industry in my family. Um, my very favorite cousin is a pilot for JetBlue. And we talk about it a lot. Not only just the way he has to sit, like he had to have neck surgery and the way mm. he sits and the pressure on his spine, but being up in that air, recycled air, radiation, it's its an issue. The only other part of flying that, that threw me off guard, and this is something I just learned recently, so I'm, if I still sound shocked, I am. Friends of ours were coming back from, was it Bali? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were coming Bali. back from Bali, and um, they shut the doors, and they go, we'll be taking off shortly. And then this lovely woman comes around with pesticide and sprays all the passengers. Everybody we heard, we heard about this before. And yeah. I'm like, what? And so they literally spray you with a pesticide because they don't want whatever kind of flying critters maybe have gotten onto the plane with you, on your hair, on your clothes, whatever. And I know they're doing it so that species that are indigenous don't end up somewhere else. However, you're spraying humans and I have, and you ask them what it is and they can't tell you. That's unbelievable. It's a pesticide. Um. And? Um, no. I went to Bali. They did not do that to us. At least when I was, I mean, I, I don't slept. Know so maybe it was, a, <laughs> yeah, it was a while ago. I don't know which airline it was. And I don't want to misspeak or, or point fingers where they're not supposed to be pointed. But that was like so, how can that happen? That's horrifying. Yeah. It really is. So how can we mitigate? Because I fly, in 2017, I have flown at least three times a month, each month. Uh, we're with you. Yeah, you guys too. And so how do we mitigate some of the detrimental effects? The DNA detox. Oh, yes. Let's yes. talk about it. Talk that. about it. DNA detox. Um, and, you know, it's... Mitochondria it's, support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so important to, you know, eat the good things and get the good things, you know, pumping and working with all of your all of your immune system and getting yourself healthy and strong. Can I take this right now? Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely you can. Um, you can do five drops under your tongue. And um, there should be a little, maybe like a little bit of a lemon juicy kind of a thing. Not much. Not bad. Not nasty. So um, this is something they've been trying to accomplish for Very 30 pleasant. years. But the better part of 30 years, which is to make clinoptilolite, which is a zeolite, small enough that it becomes aqueous. What is a zeolite? A zeolite is what they use on, um, well, hazmat um, workers usually carry them, you know, fire departments, things like that. It's for um, chemical and toxic spills, but it's basically for radiation as well. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a natural mineral compound that's mm-hmm. formed by the chemical reaction when magma meets ocean water. Clean up tillite. Yeah. yeah. So it's is a, it any way related to silica? Yeah, it's a uh, sodium aluminosilicate. Yeah. Right, it's a silicate. And so mm-hmm. you'll see it in health food stores where it's just powder, and then you, you add it to water, or it's actually in water, and you can see it sitting on the bottom. Well, it's, that's okay, but that doesn't go past the, the gut barrier. Okay. This, this is the 30-year research study, allows it to go um, not just through the blood-brain barrier, but into the mitochondria. And into it's so small, the particles are so tiny, they're measured in Daltons. And I'll let Jay take it from there. <laughs> so the, the particle sizes are, they're about a million times smaller than ever before. So zeolites have been used for quite a while in environmental cleanup situations, especially radioactive situations. So um, Chernobyl, Three Mile Island, Fukushima, um, zeolites have been used because they have a very high affinity for binding radioactive particles. Okay. Also, uh, farmers in Japan right now are putting it into their soil. And there have been studies showing that uh, plants, when heavy metals are present in the soil, when there's zeolite in the soil, they uptake much, much less heavy metals. That's incredible. Yeah. So um, it's been used in environmental cleanup a lot um, and in botany. And in the last 10, 15 years, it's been used more in the dietary supplement world for people Mm -hmm. um, because of its affinity for radioactive particles and heavy metals, especially. And other toxins as well. Yep. 
So it's a detox. It'll it'll come in into our body smaller than uh, measured in Dalton's, oh, and yeah. it'll so, mop up some junk that we don't want. Right. So the particle sizes now are measured in Dalton's. They're about two hundred to five thousand Dalton's in size. So a Dalton is about the size of a hydrogen atom. Super, super, super small. And so for something to get into cells and then into mitochondria. Um, to get past the mitochondrial membrane, something needs to be smaller than 10,000 Daltons. So all of the particle sizes in here can get at toxicity because people get mitochondrial dysfunction is really at the root of or a major part of the process of every disease process. So you need to be able to get... You guys are blowing my mind right now <laughs> because I love biology. Allison yeah. can attest to yeah. you've heard our other episodes where I'm just like, well, I want to know why. Like, because yeah. I, you know, when someone has a supplement, they're like, it's got electrolytes. Okay, it's like, all right, well, what's an electrolyte? Let's break it, it down. It's Let's... what plants crave. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's an idiocracy. Exactly. It's like people just accept it. There's these buzzwords or people just accept it. Oh, it's good for me. Accident. Right, it, yeah. it's fine. I'll just take it even though it's got a ton of sugar or whatnot. And I, I always want to know why yeah why does it work so uh so it gets into our mind so so back to what you're saying yeah so the root of most diseases is mitochondrial dysfunction mitochondrial dysfunctional aspect to basically all diseases um the mitochondria if people aren't familiar are the energy factories in our cells particularly in the in the heart and the brain but they're in every cell and they're what produces our energy or you know in, in chinese medicine uh, you call it chi force, you know, or in Ayurveda, you call it prana. You know, it's it's our energy force. Um, so that's made by the mitochondria. So whenever people have energy issues, lethargy, adrenal issues, you know, all kinds of things, and heavy metal toxicity, there's infection and uh, toxicity in the mitochondria at that mm-hmm. level. So there are complicated advanced protocols for being able to get toxicity out at the cellular level. Um, we love this because it's super simple. It goes in there like a smart bomb and it's water soluble. So you can actually see, we have a couple, um, urine analysis tests done from before taking the product and then after taking it for 10 days and you can see the increase in excretion in mercury and CCM and different heavy metals. I mean, and the amounts are, are actually staggering. Um, I'm again, being a, a retired police officer and, and wanting to see the evidence. Uh, we, we had this for over a year before we decided we would put our label on it and we actually debuted it at the Bulletproof Conference, the Optimum Human Performance Conference last year. Um, but we were not only on ourselves and the people we love and, the, and some of our clients to see, we wanted to see what the differences was were, what moved the needle here. And so we're talking about excreting, what were the percentages for the excretion from the difference between you just not having it and then having it and then seeing what came out in your urine? One test was 200% increase in mercury excretion. Another one was 900% increase in mercury excretion. Wow. That's cleaning uh, out some old stuff. Two to 300% increase in cesium, which is a radioactive particle. Um, lead, neither of them had um, high lead, but the lead was increased like 500%, 1900%. Yeah, we have those yeah. studies if people want to see them. Yeah. And isn't it true that something like mercury is extremely hard to get out of your body? It so is, actually. I had my mercury fillings removed, I think about 11 or 12 years ago. And I was tested by a functional medicals doctor, and I still had mm. levels of mercury in my body. And so I was doing chelation. Yeah. And that's been getting it out for sure. IV chelation? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's difficult. Um, but if I could just do it with this, I would much rather. Well, in in the detox protocols like chelation, whether it's uh, DMPS or DMSA, 
they're aggressive. And for people who have healthy constitutions and good detox pathways, they can handle it. And, you know, it's a fast way to get heavy metals out. Um, a lot of people we've met, though, it's too aggressive. Well, what I was going to just ask you is with this, because I know that if you are pulling it out, sometimes it, your body st- stocks it away in places where it's like, oh, like, like storage, like your pack rat, Archive. <laughs> <laughs> right. pack rat service that you just used, um, where you sock it away, where your body, your body thinks it, oh, oh, I'll put it away. I can't, I can't do, do anything with this. I'll put it in fat cells or put it in the mitochondria right. or something. So if you're pulling it out with this, will people have an effect that it's now processing through? What have you that's, noticed? That's actually the beauty of this. So instead of needing to use several different products or use something super aggressive, it's very gentle. It forms a strong bond with the elements it grabs onto. So um, it'll take it from inside the cell and escort it out of the body. So you're not having the issue of like an aggressive chelator that's releasing a bunch of stuff and getting a lot of stuff out but then mm. a lot and of stripping things you don't a want lot of heavy metals right. are now free circulating and you know redistributing themselves you don't get that with this because so. it's it's gentle and it forms a strong bond so you don't get that herxheimer is what you're talking yeah. about the herxheimer reaction where even though you're doing something good for yourself because it's recirculating you're not having enough you're not hydrated enough for it to get out mm-hmm. you do have to drink some water with this yeah, obviously you need some extra water okay um and we're talking about you know a half ounce you know per <laughs> As they pick up their glasses, <laughs> uh, about a half ounce per pound, just like you do anything else. We should be drinking, you know, a half ounce of water at least per pound a day as, as it stands. But right. when you're doing it with this, now you're talking about um, being able to flush out things that um, were somewhat unflushable before. But now these guys get into those spaces you were talking about where they're archived. And, and can and, can I order this by the gallon? You you don't want to take it by the gallon. I know. I'm kidding. I'm so slow and steady. When so impressed because it's something I've always thought of. Like I've never actually addressed it, but I do suffer from actually ever since I was a kid, lethargy. Always been tired. um, Energy, just issues, and 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 women in particular, when taking that, you may even smell like hair product, like coming out out of your urine. Yeah, when you urinate. Wow. So you get your hair color. Because we have all the jellies and jams that are all pretty for the Beverly Hills shiny hiney contest that's every single day here. (laughs) (laughs) And you have to look good just going to Target. So, you know, you've got whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Makeup, hair stuff, nail stuff. And when I know all of us are real particular about it, you know, we use the non-toxic stuff and we use the stuff that's organic. But then there's a whole other, you know, boatload of stuff out there that just from being human, this is the first time in, in human history that we've been bombarded with so much. Yeah. And so this is um, this is a first line of defense that makes a difference. And it's again, children can take this, adults can take this, um, pets can take this. It's it's pretty remarkable. Really, pets too. Yeah, and it's travel size. So I can take it on the plane. And yep. Yeah, it's take one, it away. One, one ounce. Actually, a stat that we quote in our book. So in the first part of the book, we we loaded up with the knowledge of the superfoods and the herbs and just all, all of the foods that we use in the book. And then we also have, um, we have 200 scientific notations in the first part of the book too, because we wanted it to be balanced with both traditional knowledge of, you know, foods and herbs and uh, modern day science too, for so both halves see. of the brain. But we also have a section in there where we're just talking about the state of the world so that people understand really the importance of you know, going organic and, and doing all this stuff. Because if people don't have that investment, you know, they think, eh, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. So, but one one of the really sobering stats that we quote in there is that um, 682 pounds of toxic chemicals are released into the environment worldwide by industry every single second. 
and that adds up to over 21 billion pounds a year. I'm terrified right now. That's right. And and then, no, no, don't be scared. It's, it's just, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those things that it's good to know. You know, when you buy organic, and organic should really be the minimum. Um, you know, you're voting with your dollar. Yes. And um, you know, just looking at conventional farming practices, um, they're an environmental disaster. You know, there's a um, 5,000 to 9,000 square mile dead zone in the Gulf of Mexico because of all the fertilizer runoff coming down the Mississippi into the into the Gulf. I mean, you can just go on and on and on about the environmental disasters. And so when you buy organic, you're, you're putting your dollar where you want. And I actually saw just the other day driving through Woodland Hills, I saw a billboard. It was a Coca-Cola billboard and it advertised now with pure cane sugar and stevia. Oh, wow. And, you know, so... Coca-Cola Life, the green one? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I'd never seen that on a billboard before. They're actually advertising it now. And, you know, you look at, you know, Costco is the number one seller of organic food. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually the giving turning. out... They're yeah. giving true. Out, they're it's giving true. out loans to farmers so that they can uh, plant more organic fields because they can't even keep up with the organic demand. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's really important, you know, people... You hear those statistics and it's like, oh, what can I do? But people, you're making a choice every time you buy something and what? you're contributing to, you know, what you want the world to be. I have to, I have to say, being on this podcast, learning about all the stuff that you kind of don't want to go oh it's too much I get overwhelmed sometimes yeah um, for instance the most recent one I was watching an episode of Vice News and they were talking about the great Pacific garbage uh, plastic patch mm. right and they had a, a young guy from I think it was in the Netherlands and he crowdfunded a solution to clean this up which was brilliant but as I was watching this and just going, oh, my God, like, what are we doing? Like, not necessarily, not us, but what is being done to us? Pesticides on planes and all this other stuff. It's like, it's it can get quite overwhelming and a little scary because here we see, we meet guest after guest that has health issues, diseases where the doctor's like, take this pill. And it doesn't, A, it doesn't help them. B, they feel worse. Mm-hmm. And so they've gone other routes and they've changed their diet and their mentality and, and their living circumstances. But it can get quite overwhelming to know that like, yes, the tide is turning. And yes, the right people are starting to scream and go, this is not okay with us. But it just, it gets overwhelming. Yeah. And I know in the long run, after being a cop for 20 years, that in the worst of times is when the best of people step up. It's true. And you see the best in people, you know, from Hurricane Andrew and Wilma, things that I worked when I was still in law enforcement. And it doesn't matter if it's the Pacific Gyre or if it's the pesticides they spray you on whatever plane that is. Um, <laughs> there'll be enough people where at some point it'll it'll stop. It'll get to a hat. Just like the whole, you know, uh, where they used to advertise to pregnant women to smoke because yep. it because because it calms your nerves. Mm-hmm. We used to think that. Great, it's great for you. And uh, you see, Doctor the doctors would be smoking yeah, in the commercials. My doctor smokes marbles. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, do you see how the the evolution is about? Well, wait a minute. Let me really look at this. Mm-hmm. And so, we're doing that with the food now, and we're rattling a whole lot of cages for a whole lot of big corporations that are unhappy with that. So. Yeah. Um, I think in the long run, it, the the good will always prevail. So you, what you do is you make your soft place to fall. Know that you're sovereign. No one's coming to rescue you, <laughs> and that you you make it what it is. And you get your little tribe of folks, and you that's what you do. And your happiness is based on this moment, not white knuckling it, wondering when the other shoe is going to fall. It's like how can I make this moment wonderful? Yes. And if it's to kick back and eat eat what you enjoy. It doesn't have to be anything in particular. If if that makes you happy, then do that. 
but also know what the other side of that looks like, be it a good thing or a bad thing. Or then again, good and bad is relative to what you're eating, but find out how your meat suit works. Find out what makes your heart happy and do that. Did you just say your meat suit? Yeah. <laughs> your body. Yes, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> yes, because when we know more, and, and I love, was it Jamie Oliver who, I think yeah, it, was it was Jamie, Jamie Oliver, Oliver yeah. who brought in a, a huge basket of fresh produce into a, uh, it was the first grade or, or kindergarten class, yep. it was first grade, yep. and they couldn't identify the vegetables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they may have known an apple or banana, that was it. Yeah, yeah. And the other one that was really interesting, and I don't recall which one this was, but I know we downloaded it, so it's in a computer somewhere at our house. They, they did first graders, fifth graders, and high school kids. And they showed them logo after logo after logo, and they were just to oh, know, yeah. type what it was. Yeah. It was like Nike, Target, blah, 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 mm-hmm. and they knew all of them. Yeah. They showed them indigenous birds and plants and animals where they live, and they're mm-hmm. like, I got nothing. Oh, my God. I have no Bird. Okay, what kind of bird? Bird. It's a bird. They had no idea <laughs> yeah. that it was a cardinal or a blue jay or a hummingbird. They just knew bird. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, how do, you, how do we get so disconnected? And I've interviewed people in South L.A. just down the street who have never seen a carrot. They're like, we don't have carrots. We have Cheetos. Yeah, we, we do a lot of philanthropic work with, um, with SOLA, um, South Los Angeles um, Food Co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we support it every time they have their event. And um, and when we do events at some of the, we'll um, we'll have a raffle, we'll have a giveaway, a, a blender or something, and and all that money goes to them. So, yeah, there's people out there that are building food for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finley, Ron, Ron, Ron Finley, Finley. Yeah, Ron Finley. In, in I mean, the there's there's people that are making a change because they said, you know, I'm rolling up my sleeves and I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And then of course, you know, people see that it's a good thing, and and there's more people now at the farmers markets than there ever were before. Yeah. And there's there's people making a, a difference in in choosing when they go to restaurants, you know, and they're they're drilling the 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 server going. So is there is there high fructose corn syrup in this? What's in this? What's in this? <laughs> and the, and they're like, oh, okay, I'm um, gluten free, dairy free, sugar free. Right. And then the waiter's just like, I got nothing. nothing. There's wanna, no canola in here, is there? And like, you're like, we get you some water, and you're like. Is that tap water? Shit. <laughs> what kind of filter do you have on your <laughs> On the flip side, if you saw Michael Moore's latest film, when uh, Where to it? Invade Next. Where to Invade Next. And he went to France and he went to a little elementary school mm-hmm. where they had fresh local produce and fresh mm-hmm. foods and five courses for these babies. Mm. And they drank mineral water at, at lunch. And Michael Moore opened, popped open a can of Coke and they were like... They made faces, and he's like, who wants to try this? And they were like, no, I don't want that. And one girl's like, I'll try it. She tasted it, and she was like, he's like, do you want more of this? She's like, no, I want my water. I mean, just so polar opposite from American kids. Yeah, there was an article a while back that was making the rounds on all social media, and it was the the meals of families from all different parts of the world. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just incredible to see what Americans eat in their packages versus yeah. you know actual food that you know people get from around the world and the size of what's on size, your plate yes. you know yeah. it's our our including mine like sometimes i'm like i really don't need all of this even if i'm at a healthy vegan restaurant mm-hmm. or wherever i am i'll get a huge plate of food and it and it may be healthy food but i still don't need to overeat at every meal just because it's healthy food yeah so it's like we gotta cut our portions and then 
eat the greens and the superfoods. Yeah, the stuff that has the nutrient density, like that caramel. Nice I was going to say, can we move bread. on to that? Because I think that has my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> so earlier you were asking about how do we make salted caramel like this. So um, that that is in a book. The banana bread is actually not in our book. That's a recipe we haven't actually put out yet. So oh my god, <laughs> that, you guys that, are so jealous of me right now. This smells <laughs> like heaven. That's actually going to be on our website coming up. We didn't realize we were going to Facebook Live this, so we're, we are going to post up the yeah. banana bread recipe. So the caramel, when you warm it up, it it's uh, stirrable and, and soft, and you can actually drizzle it on. Right now, mm. it's kind of room temperature and it's solidified. Mm. So the base of that is actually healthy oil so this is the vegan version of course so um, we use the nutiva shortening which is uh, coconut oil and, and red palm oil and sustainable red palm oil my mouth is so happy right now so good <laughs> the healthy fat is the base and then we have uh, lucuma powder which mm-hmm. is a fruit from um South America, you can actually find fresh lacuma, like in uh, more tropical places like Florida at the farmer's market, you can find fresh lacuma. Like, I'm going to do a shout out, like Josh's farmer's market uh, at the end of Harrison Street in the ocean. Go and see him. He has the most ridiculous amount of amazing organic foods that were in the ground yesterday. Go see Josh. He's open only on Sundays to be able to appreciate Sunday this. Sunday Where mornings. is it? It's at Harrison Street in Hollywood, Florida. It's it's his go-to, go-to, go-to. I'm going to um put something, a little nugget into guys brain mm-hmm. as i chew um <laughs> but your caramel when it's more solidified like this kind of has like a cookie dough oh yeah mm-hmm. and we consistency yeah. which i always love you know so yeah. the other thing we do with that and we show Yum. you in the book is we take a 50 percent ratio of caramel sauce while it's still soft and a 50 percent ratio of puffed quinoa and we mix it together and then we put them into molds and um, just harden them and then pop them out and they're this amazing salted caramel crunchy Wow. That's ridiculous. That's oh, my God. And if you really want to make it a weekend, you dip it in chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so See, there's the lacuma in there. Lacuma has a little bit of naturally occurring sugar. It's like two grams per tablespoon. There is gelatinized maca in there, uh, which you always hormones, want to get hormones. the gelatinized or pre-cooked maca. Uh, it absorbs better and works better in the body. Why do you say hormones, hormones? No, good. maca, it helps modulate hormones. Good, okay. good, good. That's a support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really good jing too, um, boost libido and sex drive as well, fertility. Maca. Maca. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you, you want to get the gelatinized one, not the raw one. The raw one actually has enzyme inhibitors in it, and it's just harder to digest. So the pre-cooked one or gelatinized is easier to digest. Oh, that's so good to know. Now I have to go check mine and see if it's, make sure it's not raw. <laughs> yeah, because the, and there are some things, especially in the not just Ayurvedic tradition, but also in the Chinese tradition, that the herbs, some herbs won't do much at all of anything for you unless they've been prepared. So, and that's one of them. Um, Hushuwu is another one. You can't eat reishi mushroom, you know, it's 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 hard like wood. You have to extract it somehow. Um, so, There's a stragglers in that too. I want you to know. I know because I know she's sensitive. So that that you you might in a few minutes be like, bing. Yeah, no, because last time I was like talking everyone's ear off. Like I couldn't. You guys couldn't even get a word in because I was going crazy. So I'm trying chewed, not to do that this we time. We chewed on astragalus once. Oh, it's yeah. like a reed it, or it's a root. It's yeah. a regular root. Yeah. 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 So we jinged it up, which is our options, our optional superfoods and, and tonic herbs to, you know, to add to the base recipe. So we jinged that up with um, astragalus root and Siberian ginseng. Mm-hmm. And then the sweeteners are toffee-flavored stevia from Sweetleaf, mm-hmm. um, a, a mix of, of both uh, birch xylitol and Lakanto, um, and then some sunflower lecithin powder to yeah. emulsify the whole thing. I love that toffee-flavored stevia because stevia is not my favorite thing. Me neither. But that brand makes it really good. Yeah, yeah, you don't really get – I mean, some, 
you know, genetically, some people have um, a stronger bitter taste receptor on their tongue. So mm. some people taste the bitter aftertaste of stevia much more pronounced than others. The sweet leaf is more mellow in, in its bitterness, so that's why we use it. And, and with the flavor, it, it usually melts in. And then, of course, we, we layer the, the sweetener. So. And as a chef across the table, when you've, we've served something, you can tell someone who's got like the stevia face like, <laughs> so, so we learned to uh, yeah. to balance it with the with the Lakanto, um, or if they, if they do honey or something else, we'll use whatever they're good with. But mm-hmm. um, we we prefer to keep it as sugar free as possible. Yeah. So you don't get that big glycemic hit, and that keeps that keeps you from getting stevia face. So could someone with diabetes eat this type of thing? Oh, yes, for sure. absolutely. For and, sure. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. Because I feel like. They're, they're missing out on so much good stuff, but they don't have to. And when we give up sugar, which I do temporarily, and then I go back because I'm, like, addicted, um, I just need to realize that I can eat this food instead. I'm licking my fingers here. I <laughs> probably have a napkin. Um, and, and that's really, we, we design the book and, and our food philosophy, you know, is everyone is welcome at our table. So that's all diets. We show, we show people how to make the same food and tweak it for whatever their dietary preferences. But we also show people who are, you know, who have major, you know, food sensitivities or, you know, diabe- diabetic issues, how to do it so they can make it grain-free, gluten-free, sugar-free, what, whatever they need to. Right, because I want that two-year-old to have that birthday cake with icing, and I want that, yeah. you know, that wedding cake to be what it's supposed to be. And I want, I want the celebratory foods that you know make you feel like there's something special going mm-hmm. on to be there. And it, it could be in just the warmth of you know a, a banana bread you remember from when, that your nana used to make. Yeah. So that's why we did this book as comfort foods. It's also why we did our diver- desserts as our first you know chapter because. They're so nutrient-dense you can have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I mean, that's Yum. incredible. Yum. Love it. <laughs> I'm, I'm particularly passionate about educating people about sugar and also the sugar-free craze because mm-hmm. I know a yeah. lot of people, my friends and family, some diabetics that think Splenda is totally fine. Right. And um, I remember listening to a radio show recently about not Splenda but the precursors like Sweet and Lone stuff where it was – because a guy was working in a chemical plant in New Jersey and he was working with coal tar derivatives for a chemical, uh, probably Monsanto or some kind of chemical company. And he happened to lick his finger and it was sweet, but it came from, from coal and tar Oh my god! and is not meant for people to ingest. And this is the, the genesis of these fake sugar-free quote unquote uh, products that people think are okay. Yeah, it was, it was actually a sweetener they were trying to, you're talking about, that it was a sweetener that they were um, trying to chemically perfect um, to be an ant killer. Oh my God. For it to, to attract ants. So they have it. Meanwhile, <laughs> uh, back at home, we actually have a stevia plant on our patio and you can just pluck a leaf off it and chew it and eat it and it's delicious. I like dropped <laughs> it in my teas. I like put it in the tea. I like to put it in. Uh, I'll get little jars like this and I'll put uh, dried goji berries with some spring water and just throw a couple of stevia leaves in there and swing it around a couple of little bits of, um, usually leftovers. Things are left on the knife. Like vanilla bean mm-hmm. and then just let it you know steep in the fridge for a couple of days and all of a sudden you have this wonderful little tea thing going on that you can just you know suck down eat throw on whatever you're having yeah, yeah. but um but yeah like the major toxic sweeteners that they use in like the diet sodas and things like that are actually uh, very severe uh, nervous nervous system neurotoxins, toxins, neurotoxins yeah. yeah and that is so scary because mm-hmm. the kids are drinking the sodas your family is drinking you know the sugar free stuff in their coffee and they think they're doing something better and and that's the scary part but i love what you guys do so much because it's just proof that 
we don't have to deprive ourselves. Everyone thinks that when you go on a diet or when you go to change your you know, cholesterol levels or wherever it may be, you have to deprive yourself. Mm-hmm. And this food is so rich, so delicious. This tastes like a sugary dessert that I would crave. And so we can eat this food and be healthy and live a full, delicious life. We just have to learn where to shop, what to buy, and how to put it all together. It's a switch out. It really is just the swap. And a lot of it goes back to the way our grandparents or some, our great-grandparents actually cooked. So, I mean, you, you could I, I put our banana bread up against any, you know, grandma's or nana's banana bread, and it doesn't matter if you're vegan, paleo, vegetarian. That's some good shit. Yeah, this is delicious. <laughs> that's just good. And I the, agree, the texture, some good shit. The, and the texture's good, mm-hmm. and I, I always throw walnuts in there because walnuts are good for the brain. It's mm-hmm. actually a tonic herb. Um, and, we've, and we put some other stuff in there just to make it really wonderful. So... Yeah, you can you can have your cake and eat it too. You can have you <laughs> and you know, can have your... energy, and you don't have to feel full and awful after you eat. No, and anti aging, and because we had the probiotics in the uh, the cheese spread there, which is actually an almond cheese spread. Again, I didn't make that from scratch, although I do. That's actually Kite Hills. I'm just being transparent here. Um, love, love Kite, Kite Hill. Hill. Support them. Love Kite Hill. Those the, their cultured almond um, cheeses are amazing. Yeah, and for people that aren't ready to get up that say, oh, I can't go paleo or vegan or whatever, change my diet because I can't give up cheese. Try some Kite Hill, and you will give up cheese. Like, and there's a bunch of brands out there now that you know yeah. are that good. Um, actually, the, the Follow ki- Your Heart's got a couple of really good company mm-hmm. cheeses that I really love. The the Kite Hill um, chived cream cheese mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. That's it's so, so good. good. Yeah, I like the. I, I also like their. Their ricotta, I can make cannolis, Italian cannolis with no sugar. Ooh! So you don't have to miss that because I grew up in a, a you know Italian mm. you know sort of house and we have that one in the book, don't we? Yeah, cannolis, cannolis yeah. are in the book. Yeah. Okay, I have to make it for my husband because he's Italian too. Yeah, and they're and they're they're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, if someone was just starting out and they got your book and they're like, where should I start? What what advice would you give someone just ready to make some changes? Actually, read the front part of the book. Everyone jumps right to the recipe they want yep. to make that day yep. and they, they miss the rest of it. And I think they missed that um, we segregated it so that it is gather up, like these are the ingredients, sling it up, which is making it, and jing it up, which is optional. Mm-hmm. So the extra things that um, people might consider to be you know, odd or different or pricey are, are in the jing it up section. But if you want to go su- totally superhero, then you can. I really wanted people to see. I'm very visual. I wanted people to see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So there's pictures of not just all of the recipes, but also all the herbs. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, all of the things that we use as superfoods, even if they were simple, normal ones you normally would see, um, we put the pictures in there so you can see. And then the explanations next to it, brief, not crazy, won't make your head blow up, and, and be able to read a little bit more about it. And then why we use it is in there too. And then the head notes in each one of the, the recipes explains what that does because you can't it's usually not just one thing you're talking about longevity or feeling better you know no matter what your age is a lot of what you just had it's it's in there Mm -hmm. it's in there the astragalus as a matter of fact astragalus side is what they tease out of astragalus in order to make ta65 which is what's like 700 dollars a bottle or something which is which changes your telomeres it actually lengthens your telomeres and stops aging stops the clock it's pretty amazing stuff. Or you can just have a stragglist. So how do we stop aging? Go back. <laughs> you lengthen your telomeres. Did yes. you not get that? <laughs> can you tell our, Can you tell us what telomeres are? So if are? I okay. eat this caramel sauce, I will reverse time. Okay. Actually, it I'm could... It, part Guaranteed of it will, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and if so, you buy now, no. <laughs> so telomeres are the, if you look at a shoelace, you know how on the very end of it has a little uh, plastic cap and that mm-hmm. keeps it from unraveling? Mm-hmm. On the end of our DNA are these little things that are called telomeres. And those telomeres, they snap off as we age. And as each cell reproduces or produces the next cell, um, it becomes a little less, a little less, a little less. So as we get older, like they get shorter. Like a split end. Shorter. Yes. So that little, that little, we'll call it a plastic cap, although I hate to use the word plastic, anything for the body, but <laughs> since you have a visual, um, it gets down to, to a phrase, and then, then perhaps it doesn't work anymore, or it changes, or it expresses itself differently. These foods are cellular attunement. So we're talking about the super herbs and the superfoods, especially the super herbs, have uh, a propensity to literally push those buttons and change those um, the way that our genes are expressed how's that for exciting when you're eating your, your caramel so yeah because i think <laughs> when i'm eating sugar it's aging me it is but I can, it is yes okay so i can eat yours and then reverse it yes yes or at, least, at the very least mitigate it and stop it and of course there's no guarantees in all of this but there's enough studies out there tons yeah. of them actually um, some that we cite in our book that mm-hmm. shows that you know glycation and people who age you know prematurely um, sometimes it's it's more than one thing. It's environmental. It's stress. It's the way you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's most importantly, you know, the biological part is what, what you're putting in on and around your body. And this yeah. is so important because especially in this day and age with, you know, check your DNA and we, we get we were, we're told, oh, you're you're predisposed to this and this and this and this. Well, possibly, but it's also dependent on how those genes are expressed. Are exactly. turning turn them on or off? Turn them off. Based mm-hmm. on the environment. Right. The, and the environment outside the body, the environment inside the body. And for Susie, I'll throw in a little bit of uh, scientific explanation yes. here. The um, AGEs or advanced glycation end products that Joy was just talking about, those are actually formed when sugar binds to protein without an enzyme present in the body. And so that's actually what leads to glycation, and that's what causes like wrinkling and things like that. Wrinkling and actually um, the starts of uh, different types, even atherosclerosis, which you know we know can be turned around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how do I get rid of my wrinkles? <laughs> Just eat the caramel. Have an enzyme <laughs> present when you have sugar and protein. I eat, <clears throat> I take digestive enzymes with every meal. Will that help? You need proteolytic enzymes. You ready, you ready to dive in? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to go get my bottles and say, do you approve or not? Are these good or not? I, I will first jump in and say yes, all of the above. The digestive enzymes are really helpful, especially when people have digestive issues, leaky mm. gut, things like that. Taking digestive enzymes with a meal takes off some of the burden from those organs that are already overworked. So people's digestive systems um, and, and organs, you know, pancreas, spleen, can get some relief from taking digestive enzymes with a meal. So I can give you some real time how to how to turn the clock back. Okay. Um, my amazing, you know, elf elfin like mom who is 82 um, last August had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. She was at my sister's house visiting. Luckily, she was there, not at her house by herself, but that worked out. I flew there. I was there the next morning. She had four blockages in her heart, and so they had to do a quadruple bypass. They wanted to do stents. I requested a quadruple bypass because I knew she'd be able to handle it because she's healthy otherwise. With, with vein mapping. Yeah, with vein mapping, using the own veins in her in her leg. We didn't want metal in her body. And uh, only because I've got, you know, paramedical training and, and, and a little bit of background, um, they actually let me sit in on, on the meetings and allowed it. She consented. They did that. The three days up to the surgery or two and a half days before the surgery, I was on her living on her windowsill in the hospital, which they mm-hmm. allowed, um, doing this protocol I'm going to tell you about in a second. 
And um, she went in, she had the quadruple bypass. Um, she was in ICU for one day out of the hospital in four, wow. not 14 at 82, um, oh walking and um, out of rehab in less than a week. And she's now living and dancing and having a, a, a wonderful time no, with no worries. The wow. other thing they found, now this That's is the incredible. part for you, Miss Allison, <laughs> is that um, because we all have a tendency to archive the stuff that's not so good for us um, in our in our veins, vessels, mm-hmm. body, wherever, um, she had a blockage in her left carotid, 95%. They had scheduled after her heart surgery about 90 days out um, to come back in. And they weren't going to do them together, obviously, because too much strain to do um, the surgery because the only way to get rid of atherosclerosis in a carotid artery is by doing you know, a surgery. Okay. And I'm like, doc, give me, give me 30, 60 days, give me 90 days. And I want you to re-Doppler her neck. Well, there's, it's only surgical. I'm like, play along. <laughs> so Come had, on. So we had, no, he was do. sweet. He had, a, we had a prayer meeting and he was all good with it. And, um, and he did, he did it so her insurance would cover it. And um, sure enough, in less than 90 days, she had it went from 95 to under 60, which is under 60 means she doesn't have, they had to cancel the surgery. And then now as she went wow. back again, and this was, um, Jan- now we're talking about January, February, March, um, and then lower even still. And it's like, I've never, I- did they say it must've been wrong? For- did, no. they, did they give you that one? <laughs> no, no, because I actually made sure that um, this particular hospital, um, everything is digital. So we, we I downloaded like all the digital evidence mm-hmm. here to go like, okay, this is her, this is done, this is redone, da, 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 da. Yeah. So we could see, it, physically see it. At 82, she had did not have to have that second surgery. She's completely cool. And uh, it was because of three supplements that are all food-based. Okay. So those three supplements, um, two of those supplements are, are animal-based, though they're not plant-based because on, I know a lot of vegans don't want to hear this, but these meat pieces fix meat pieces. Mm-hmm. So we used... Um, for the meat suit. Yes. For the meat, <laughs> yes, for the meat suit. <laughs> I love that. Um, so it was Ceruta Plus. It was... From Standard Process. From Standard Process. Mm-hmm. That's the only brand. That's the brand that I use to heal my dog. Yes. Yeah. And Standard Process, again, for the Cardio Plus and then Doctor's Best is the brand for the uh, serapeptase. And I'm not saying I can heal anything. I can't. Was I can't cure anything? What's David Wolf say? I can't even cure a ham. But, um, <laughs> but we can show you how to be well and how to um, how to open up some channels that maybe you thought were closed forever. So yeah, um, being able to do that protocol and um, yeah, even at, for my age you know, 59, 68, to do that once a year, like for 30 days or so, um, it changes your, it changes your skin. Like it changes the glycation. It changes it. It, it looks like little snow plows that goes through all your veins and vessels and gets things clear and working. And the, the fourth thing is rutin, R-U-T-I-N. Rutin, when you take that, it helps to uh, support all the veins, vessels, the endothelium that's in the in, in your veins, vessels, which also it supports your skin. Mm-hmm. So between that and some vitamin C and um, some other good things, you know, you get to cheat the clock a lot. That's amazing. And what did her doctor say? Um, still stymied. I mean, did you tell him like this is what we did? Yeah. And and does is he can't not believe it, right? <laughs> well, I, I mean, he doesn't have to. Yeah, that's right. It, and there, a lot of times um, here in the United States, their hands are tied. Like they they have certain, just like with cancer, they have certain things they can do. They can right. use chemotherapy. They can burn and they can cut that, out, but mm-hmm. they they aren't using ozone and well, stuff and like he's, that. Well, he's a surgeon, so yeah. Know, he he said before before um, Joy did this, he said. 
well, the only way to possibly get plaque out of an artery is with surgery. That's mm -hmm. the only way. You can't do it. It's impossible to do it any other way. Unless you're a jinx slinger, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to get you guys some capes. I feel like, <laughs> like superfood capes. Jinx slinger. On, on, the inside of, on the inside of our book, if you open up the cover, it says cape optional. I'm not kidding. <laughs> right here? Right there. What's it say? Cape optional. <laughs> I swear to God, awesome. I didn't know that was there. <laughs> now, to, to go a little bit deeper into that too, um, Allison, you had mentioned a little while ago, you, you mentioned cholesterol levels with, with people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Joy's mom was a conventional baker for her whole career. That's you right. know, So conventional flour, conventional sugar. What people don't understand about cholesterol is that cholesterol is a um, healing compound in the body. So it does many things. First of all, it's the, um, the foundation, the basis of which all of your hormones are made, all of your steroid hormones, your testosterone, your estrogens, progesterone. And you need it for your brain too, right? It's brain you need food. It, yep. Your yep, brain your, is cholesterol. Your brain's made out of it. Um, it's extremely important. Um, the other thing, another thing it's used for, it's used to heal damage. So you cut your arm, your body's going to produce more cholesterol. So your liver produces most of the cholesterol in your body, about mm -hmm. 70%. Um, so your body, anytime there's damage, your body's going to be producing more cholesterol to help heal the damage. Mm -hmm. When people have internal arterial damage, their cholesterol levels are going to go up naturally. So eating you know, refined flours, refined sugars, all that, all those things... The way that they actually do lab studies with lab rats, because lab rats don't naturally have high cholesterol. So they had to figure out how to induce high cholesterol. And so they induce high cholesterol in lab animals by giving them sugar and isolated casein. That, that's how they do it. So, Which is uh, a protein, right? Casein. Yeah, protein it's, it's from one dairy. Milk, yeah, it's an isolated dairy protein. So people are in the misconception about having healthy fats in your diet causing high cholesterol when it's actually the inflammatory foods in your diet. So that can be bad fats, that can be bad sugars, that can be bad flours. Those things cause inflammation, and then your body is producing more cholesterol um, as an effect of that. So you cut those things out of your diet, your, your cholesterol will naturally balance to a more normal level. And that's why Dr. Gabriel Cousins, well, I went to Tree of Life to study and to, as a client and to study. And it's how he reverses his book, you know, There's a Cure for Diabetes. Mm -hmm. And that's what he does. He gives you on a juice fast to be able to turn things around for type 2 diabetics. Where is he? Green he's juice, in, though. I just he's wanna, in yeah. Patagonia, Arizona. I saw... Okay, I saw a, I think this was on Food Network, a whole special on his clinic. It has to be his clinic. Yeah. It was in on Arizona. Food Network? Yeah. Wow. That's and impressive. Then, hold on. That. Hold on. <laughs> oh, and then they... right, right after it. Swear oh, to God, there's show. So they this whole thing. They brought in people that were like really not well, had their diabetes. Their diabetes was okay, but they're like, all right, I got to do this and I got to change my diet. And they went on walks and they, they changed their diet and they were all managed medically and they all reduced their uh, reverse their diabetes. Mm -hmm. Right after Paula Dean came on, and I swear <laughs> to God, she started off with. We're frying pound cake, y'all. Oh, my God. So and I was like, funny. how did no one put... How? <laughs> what? Right. Like, that's really... That was really funny to me. And, <laughs> and sad at the same time. It's like, here we have this beautiful special on how to make yourself well through, through vegetables and juicing and... <laughs> Frying pound cake. What kind of cognitive dissonance is going on <laughs> over the network? I don't know. Oh really? Gosh. But what about, so you said just green juice, so not to mix this with fruit juice. Right. When yeah. at, at Tree of Life, they're doing um, no sugar when they're doing their juices uh, because they're, you know, helping to reverse those conditions. So um, doing only green juice and no sugar, so no, no apple, you know, none of that, no carrot mm -hmm. even. 
Um, but it's to take the weight off of the pancreas from having to perform Mm -hmm. so that you're not ingesting any calories, your body goes into, you know, a total healing mode and um, and is able to rejuvenate itself because that's how the body is made. And you did that, right? I did. I did. Um, It was right after I had had my uh, my surgery to remove that tumor, Mm -hmm. that, that giant grapefruit-sized tumor, mm. and so I wanted to make sure that my entire body got a complete reboot. Um, so after doing some research about Dr. Gabriel Cousins, I went there as a, as a client, as a student. In fact, after my surgery, my doctor, conventional doctor at the time, because I still didn't know what I know now, obviously, um, handed me a prescription, and this is just part of the protocol. Not that I had it. One was for metformin, which is for diabetes. One is um, a couple different ones for different hormones because I had a full hysterectomy because that's where my cancer was left ovary. Mm. And then he handed me for high blood pressure, a secondary one for blood pressure, and a sleep one. It was like a whole handful. Those never went to the pharmacy. I Those went into a drawer, and I'm like, uh, I'm buckling up and, and going to Wonder Woman this because Good there's, there's just no way. I, I know what happens when you go down that, that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, I had enough of a science background. I was going to be a marine biologist when I was in um, high school and college that that I knew that the nature heals itself given the right opportunities. So we aren't any different because we, we are that. Yes. So luckily, I found you know tonic herbs and, and organic foods and went through literally pretty much every genre of how people in these blue zones, why are they healthy? And so I Blue zones are where people live to 100. Yeah. I want to know what, what were the things, that were the, what was a common thread there? And so then I physically went to learn from the people who were the top in their fields from that, you know, uh, Dr. Cousins, et cetera, uh, Charlotte Gerson, that sort of thing. So I wanted to know firsthand how come these people know how to do it and the people you know, in charge of stuff. And I said it in my book. The last doctor visit I had, conventional doctor visit I had, he when he, he goes, you're just going to have to take all these as he drank his Diet Coke and, mm. and sucked down a pain pill. And I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, And everyone has to do what's right for you. Like, we're not doctors. I want to be really clear about this. None of this is considered medical information. Um, there's a lot of different things you can do to raise your level of health and wellness, and that's, that's where we stand. Yep. We're just giving caramel here, folks. Just (laughs) banana bread and caramel, nothing else. (laughs) Nothing to see here. All right, so you've got your new product. You've got the book that we talked about last time. Do you have anything? You've got your new space that you're building, Water... Waterstone. 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 Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that Food Heals Nation should know about what you're up to? Uh, As far as Waterstone goes, like I said, it's not just a place to... You can just come and chill and rejuvenate and do yoga and hang out and... and Bathe in the forest. Yes. (laughs) Have personal chefs, do whatever. Um, Personal chef. Are you the personal chef? We are. Yes. Oh, I'm so there. And then um, we're also going to be doing intensive too where we have people come and then we'll do it in classroom situations where Mm -hmm. it's like maybe... We probably do more than 25, maybe, people at a time. But when you come to us, you literally, like, you're it. Like, if you if you two came, there is no one else there. You have us full on, 24-7, the whole time. So um, that way you get to learn. And then the syllabus is, is um, based on, like, if you are if you want to learn about herbs and you want to learn about superfoods, then that's what it's done. If you want to learn about foraging, like, it's actually 
we do it so it's customized to you. I love that. Yeah, because it's like there's certain things that I know and understand, certain things that you know and understand. Like I don't know a lot about the biology. I know more about the food, but I don't know a lot about the herbs. And that's like that is something that I would want to come and learn from you and then learn how to incorporate it into the food that I already am making and yeah. things like that. So that would be an amazing experience. Yeah, we, we and I love that. The belly to belly stuff I love. The the digital stuff and the stuff online um, is is something I'm learning to be better uh-huh, at. Uh-huh. Um, I just love being around humans. Humans are, they're, um, we're amazing. And if people knew how amazing they are, but by the way, girly girls, when uh, Wonder Woman comes out, get ready to get pumped because that's going to be an awesome movie. It looks amazing. <laughs> Ugh. June 2nd. <laughs> that was a great voiceover voice. In theaters everywhere. In June a 2nd. world In where a world. woman is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you've got the book, Food with Benefits. Mm-hmm. We've got the new DNA Detox. And everyone can find you online at jingslingers.com. Yes. What about social media? Can they? How can they reach out to you? Email, all yeah. that good stuff. Facebook and Instagram are the two that we do the most. We're actually, as soon as we get back, pretty much we're breaking ground and so we're going to be doing a lot about our house build and cool. how we're doing that. We're documenting all of it, yeah. including driving in the snow in Albuquerque in spring, <laughs> way across country. Um, and then on, on the website, um, we have a, a free recipe ebook we're giving away when people want to um, hop into our Inner Circle newsletter. Um, and then we'll, we're going to be doing um, recap stuff about everything that we do on the newsletter list later this year. Yeah, I know there's a lot of coaches out there that want to learn how to do, you know, like how, to, how do you sling? How do I become a jing slinger or yeah. a jing master? How do I do that? And so we're, uh, we're formulating syllabuses so that people can come to learn as well. So if you're coming to learn, plus you can play. You can zip line and whitewater raft and have yeah. you can llama trek. It's so fun. What is that? Llama trekking is going on hiking with, with a llama. Oh, fun. Are they the tour guide? You just follow them? Pretty much. <laughs> They're really cute. Oh, my gosh. And even when we walked around the corner of our property, we were um, tagging trees. We were putting, you know, uh, colored ribbons, pink ribbons around the trees. We don't want them to cut when they, you know, yeah. get ready to do our, our build. And um, around the, the, I guess it would be the south side, the property southeast side, um, there's a beaver that had just chewed, chewed a little sapling down that was pulling it down river to go put it for its lodge. I'm like, oh. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but look at it. We're gonna it's we're gonna name it Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, so we're gonna come visit you. Maybe we'll even run into Justin Bieber. <laughs> that would be amazing. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks very much for thanks so much for coming back. We really appreciate it. It's been great having you guys. And yeah, um, come back anytime. Let us know when you're in LA. We Please. would love to have yes. you back. Always. Every time, just you know, just book it. Next time I'm gonna make here. custom capes for you guys. I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right. I know I really would love the next one was out there with us i, okay, I want like cool. from the deck at waterstone okay i'm in and we okay. won't even bring all this we'll just do it on an iphone so there's like li- limited technology we'll just hear the river running and the birds chirping and... yeah we'll do it super indie style <laughs> that sounds awesome uh, that's that's actually really <laughs> awesome yeah we should do it in what's it called um when it's all kind of but then when they do photographs they're all kind of like in, in caramel color what's that called oh sepia, sepia. sepia. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll do that <laughs> sounds good <laughs> Thank you so much. We really, truly agree. And thank you for yeah. all this delicious food. Oh, and you're welcome. I'm, I'm going to eat some more right now. <laughs> hey, Food Hills Nation. Connect with us on Facebook and our Food Hills Nation Facebook group at foodhillsgroup.com. In the group, we've got Tribe Building Tuesday. This will help you build your business and personal relationships. Plus, we've got Self-Promotion Saturday, where you can post your links to your business, your blog, your recipes, your healing story, 
anything you want. And we really love hearing your stories and answering your personal questions about health. So we hope to see you in the group. We love our Facebook. I know. And don't forget to join our mailing list to get 20% off upcoming Food Heals classes by going to foodhealsvip.com. Yes, our first class will be Podcast Greenlight, where we're going to teach you how to market and monetize your health, wellness, or spirituality podcast. Basically, anything in the wellness industry. If you want to start a podcast, we're going to help you out. That's coming up too. And you'll also find out how to join our VIP club where you can get premium podcasts from us with never before heard interviews on the Food Heals podcast. Never before heard. Never before. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we think we're so funny? We are. Okay. I don't know if everyone would agree. (laughs) Follow us on social media at Food Heals Nation or on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And follow my personal adventures at Allison Melody TV. For all the show notes from today's show, go to foodhealsnation.com. Thanks for listening. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.